Hi, I'm Joel. And I'm Kishan. And this is Tea for Two. This is our BFF podcast where we talk about anything from science to popular culture, the arts, and life in Singapore. Hi everyone, it's me, Joel, a playwright and performer. And it's me, Kishan, a science educator. And welcome back to T42. It's our best friend podcast where we talk yes. about whatever the... Faluda. Faluda. Faluda, what yes. What on earth is Faluda? See, now today is my turn to give you the F word. Yes, please do. <laughs> so Faluda is like an Indian dessert. An Indian it's dessert. It's a lovely sweet Indian dessert. You know what? I don't know if I actually had it. I just Googled so it. So what is it made of? Apparently, it's like made of like noodles. It kind of looks like, as you pointed out, a little bit like red ruby in Bandung. A ah. lot of milk. I'm guessing a lot of condensed milk. Basically, very, very sweet thing that you know why people have during maybe festive celebrations like Diwali or Dipavali, yes. depending or Dipavali, on yeah, where you trace your ancestry to. Correct. So, firstly, happy Diwali. Happy Diwali, everybody. everybody. Yes, yes, yes. So, what are your Diwali plans, Kishan? So, uh, it's to bas- basically like what everybody does. La. It's mm. like go and meet family, mm. go and eat a lot of food mm. then regret you know like oh yeah, but also much. chase the darkness away with light right <laughs> uh, well done yeah. I, I see your en- a national education in correct, secondary correct. school has yes. taught you well <laughs> but then also I mean like um, if you're tuning in from the USA congratulations on the greatest triumph of light over dark <laughs> <laughs> Although I hesitate to say that Joe Biden is in fact the light. Yeah, la, it's like different shades of white. <laughs> or different shades of dark, maybe. Ooh. 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 Happy Halloween. Yes, yeah. So, Joel, you've been a very busy, busy bee this way. I've been a busy bitch, haven't I? Yeah. Yeah, the Singapore Writers Festival wrapped, and guess what? Oh my god, yeah. I have a, I have a new nemesis. <laughs> Okay, explain. So, like, we recorded the closing debate. I was part of the closing debate. Um, right. So, every year they have a closing debate. Yeah, every debate, year they have a closing debate. I was one of the debaters, right? And yeah. then, like, uh, there was a limited audience of 50 people. Because oh, because of they're COVID. Re- la. Yeah, now they're relaxing the restrictions, right? So, there sure. were 50 people in the room. And apparently, one person was so offended and upset. Offended? By, yeah. So, the motion was, this house believes that Singapore will survive the zombie apocalypse. And being on the opposition, naturally, we took a very kind of unpatriotic stance of on the matter. And, like, some, like... Chinese Mindy Cheryl woman Is that who she was? I have no idea who she is Yeah Like Found it so offensive All the things that I was saying Really? That she took to my Instagram And just lambasted <gasps> me going like I don't know What kind of sad life you've led That's made you so oh my Caustic God. and whatever right? right But then you know like As much as I disagree with her It gave me some pause And reflection, I realised that Reflection Yeah I realised like Do I come across very caustic? Uh, since truth time lah Oh I, no I th- <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, la, you do come across a bit caustic. La. Oh, okay. So, even on this podcast, do I come across very caustic? Uh, listeners, you want to email yeah, us your Yeah, dear thoughts? listeners, please just like leave a comment wherever you can leave comments. Yeah. I, I I'm mean, not a caustic person, I though. know you're not. I, I've known you for like ages. I know you're not. But I mean, you are very you are very dry. You right. have a very dry sense of humor. But it does come across as a bit caustic at okay, times. Okay, well, here is, the, here is the tea, right? I am a very... I like to think I'm a fairly kind you person are. and anything that I say in unkindness is generally ironic correct la. but I can understand how that comes across as caustic and I'm just sorry if that <laughs> is like your level of comprehension I love I love how this has turned into like a, I love how this has turned into like an apology <laughs> it's not an apology it's a if you can't deal with my my caustic sounding like mm. voice then don't listen 
Ah, uh, mm, oh, I uh, just proved the point. So is I... this lesson learned? I don't yeah. think so, lah. <laughs> well, in the words of my troll, Joel is such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, it's time for our very first segment. This is home. Shirley. Shirley, are you there? Shirley. Where are you? Shirley, why are you not at home? Shirley, home, home. It's the segment Sainar. in which we discuss an aspect of life in Singapore that either fascinates or horrifies us. Often, Often both. both. And today we're not talking about just one aspect, <gasps> but five. five. Value for money. Yeah, right? it's the cornerstone of Singapore culture. The five C's. Indeed, the five so C's. Have, like, a lot of foreigners, right, mm. who have never been to Singapore know about the five C's. Really? Yeah, so I know this because a lot of my foreign friends are like, oh yeah, Singapore culture is all the five C's. Oh, so is it a prerequisite to know before you come into Singapore? Yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah. Right? you know the, the C they are chasing is citizenship, but they cannot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at the citizenship exam, Very they are so good. what are the five C's? Yeah, correct. So like, I mean like the five C's, it's a bit of a joke now, right? Correct. So basically, it's like an observational thing about yeah. like what Singaporeans aim for right. to show that they are successful. Yeah, okay. And so for our dear listeners, what are the five C's? So the first is cash. Cash. So uh, then there's car. Car. Condo, condo, credit card, credit card, and basically a country club, country club membership to a country right. club. Right. So you're just listening to it already. You know the kind of person that this yeah, is describing. It's Pachukang. <laughs> yes, you know what? It's probably Pachukang. It's Pachukang. Yeah. No, Pachukang is Gross. the. It probably has the five C's, and there are people who go like, "E, how come?" Yeah, five C's so easy to attain, man. Yeah. So, but I mean, basically, it's the <laughs> idea that these are like at the heart of Singapore's very materialistic Correct. culture, and the and the phrase I'm going to throw in is conspicuous consumption. Right? That's right. It's the yeah. idea that there is a there's a whole kind of consumption that people indulge in that's purely to show off. What they have attained, a status yeah, symbol and, of sorts, and it's kind of like to show is that yeah, I'm better than you. A- absolutely, right? yeah. So I guess like the question is right, it's 2020, and the five C's. It's like it traces like it's a 90s kind of vibe, right? It is. There's yeah. a very strong 90s vibe in correct, this where correct. you should like aim for like all this affluent nonsense, yeah. this materialistic correct. thing. There's a bit of a 90s vibe to it. Definitely. So how do the five C's hold up in the year 2020? Especially with regard in regards to our generation. Yeah, yeah. Does so this our generation. So like. At, like is are the aspirations of your average Singaporean mm-hmm. the same as in the nineties? Correct. So, what do you think, Kishin? So I don't know. I think a lot, a lot has changed. Okay. A lot has changed, and and I I don't know if the five C's actually hold up. Like I know everybody wants a, everybody wants cash. Everyone wants okay, uh, like car and everything. So wait, wait, but wait, I don't cash know. Cash is like I find a bit like. So cash means spending power. Spending right? power basically. So like, it's not like actually like holding no cash. La, it's, it's like not not that kind of like, pay wafers. Okay, pay wafers. Pay wafers. Okay, right, pay wafers. Okay. <laughs> Nets. Nets also <laughs> can. Nets also can. Yeah, so it's, it's basically okay. spending power. So I, I still want spending power, sure. Of course, yeah. But do you want a car? No. Neither do I. Surely not. I yeah. definitely don't want it's a like car. Our public transport has gotten good enough that we really don't need a car. Exactly. And like you your, have do, your grab- par- do your parents bug you about getting a driver's license? Oh, wait, you no, have a driver's I license. I have a driver's license, but yeah. I just don't want to own a car. Yeah, I want the same. ability to drive a car, but I don't want to own it. No, it's yeah. also like now you drive a car, you just get stuck in jam. No, and also for me, there's this whole aspect about uh, about about saving the earth and yeah. all the pollution. So for me, it's a lot of that. And I mean, I but let's consider put, your yeah. average materialistic Singaporean. It's not going to care very much about the environment. You're right, right? though. You're right, yeah. though. So yeah. I still think car for many people is still a thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, like I still I I I, I can't though. Like, I don't want. Yeah, so I don't even have a driver's license. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Do my, you want to get one? No. Not at all. No, I just don't Why, see yeah? the point. Like I, I love public transport, and mm. now that you can get, you know, um, ride shares are fairly cheap. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't need. Okay. So car, I, I just say. Okay. Not important. So what about condo then? Condo. 
I think if you're a gay, maybe. <laughs> like the gay condos you talk about? Condo gays. A condo gays, yeah, I'm condo sorry. Gays. Yeah. Like, I think gays are always a bit arrested development, right? <laughs> so like, you know, maybe people in the 90s and early 2000s were aspiring towards condos. Correct. But now no more, right? I'm not yeah. a fan of condominiums though. I'd rather a HDB flat. Yeah. Be- especially a resale HDB flat. New, uh, re- no, mm. not the new ones. Because the resale ones. Yeah, like uh, the older yes, HDBs, right? The older HDBs because they're much larger. Yeah. I go to some of the... I'm sorry if you live in like a Pongol Sengkang HDB. HDB. But every time I go into a Pongol Senkang HDB, I'm like, oh my god, why is this so it's small? It's like living in a filing cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. It's very small. It's, it's, so I just, I just yeah, can't Yeah, there's something about a lot of these new BTOs um, for our foreign friends built to order public housing. Yeah. Right? They're just very unappealing. They're very unappealing. They're, they're, they're very like, sterilized. They're soulless and it looks like you're in a, in a theatre set. I no, think you filing know, like, cabinets Filing cabinets is, right? is a really good thing Yeah, yeah. It's a really and good the description thing is, right, Okay So to bring it back to condo Like I think a lot of HDB flats And condos now look the same You know what I mean Like they've changed the aesthetic Oh you mean the new yeah, HDB flats The new BTOs look like con- So you know that one That's in Tanjong Paga Sure the, You know what it's called The The, the uh, the, uh, I the, forgot the very the, the very the, fancy one, yeah, the very the, fancy HDB like in the, the the millennia, the atas, the whatever, the Duxton, what, like. whatever. Okay, whatever. It, it I at pinnacle first, the pinnacle at Duxton. It, yes. I thought it was a condo at first. Yeah, but then it's it turned out to be an HDB no, flat. No, it's an HDB flat. And I was like, oh, okay, like if I can get that for much cheaper than HDB. Uh, see, I mean, cheaper than a condo. It's about the same price as a condo. It's about a million dollars plus plus. What? Because of the because of the place and because of the the status and I, I okay, don't know no, because the, the most place important la. question is got function room and all <laughs> right if not where else are you gonna have a birthday correct. right correct mm. don't have function room it's not yeah a condo la. how to throw you shang cannot cannot <laughs> got swimming pool I don't got know got gym I don't know got tennis court I'm not sure not a condo <laughs> But anyway, I think condos may be fading into a bit of irrelevance. Yeah, right? I'm not I'm not for them. No, because much. I think a lot of younger Singaporeans now are like, okay, let's get a resale HDB and make it very glam. Yeah, many people do that. Right. And that's yeah. actually maybe a bit more appealing than a condo. Absolutely. Okay, so okay. I say condo no more. But what about credit cards then? Mm. I think credit cards still have relevance. Like, Why yeah? I don't know. Like I, I I I okay, for me it's because of all the perks that come with credit cards. Like if you choose the right credit card, you can have all sorts of things. Like before COVID, like had a lot of miles. Like I remember Travelling to London And paying nothing Except like the Wait, fuel charge Wait you can get miles From credit cards Yeah you can get miles From credit cards What is this witchery <laughs> So some credit cards Are like like Chris, Chris Flyer credit cards uh, For example So like when you spend You accumulate miles Yeah when you spend You accumulate miles And then you can change The miles for like Air tickets or whatever And I remember travelling No not to London Back from London uh, To Singapore On business class uh. And it was entirely On miles Or some shit like that it was amazing. That's incredible. I know, right? But okay, is this the reason why people wanted credit cards? It's not for the perks, right? It's I, really to it's like to show that you have enough money that the that you can even get a credit card. I think card. last time like the nineties vibe was that, but now in the in the in the two thousands in the twenty twenties, I think people get people are very careful about which credit cards they get because right. they think about the perks. Right. You know? For me, I'm thinking mainly about not going into debt. <laughs> Really la No Let me no, speak from Some no. personal family experience I, I won't go very into detail sound, very sound. I won't go into detail But like Credit card debt Is a problem in my family And I, I don't want that For myself Correct, No no one should want that For themselves yeah, I, I for think sure. even so A bank would never Give me a credit card You think so? But you Don't you have to like um, You need to have A good credit score and that implies work, stable work, all sorts of things. Yeah, I don't have lah. Oh, okay. Sorry. So, so we move on lah. I guess I'm not the target audience of the 5C. Maybe la. not so, lah. Okay. So what, what what's, about, your, what's your verdict? So credit card, yes. For me, credit card's a hard yes. Okay. A hard yes. Okay, sure. So um, what about country club? This one I've never understood. Me too. I don't understand Ooh, Okay, wait. What club. are the Singapore country clubs? Uh, Orchid. 
Orchard Raffles Country Club. Raffles Country Club, right? Okay, is, is the idea that it's like a townhouse Chinese where swimming pool comes? Ah, okay, okay. Something, something. So it's like a members only club where you go for. Where you go there and see other members, lah. <laughs> Okay. I honestly don't know. Do you book a pit and then you can have barbecues okay. where little where little Tommy and Julia can then have playground sessions? Yeah, I'm beginning to suspect this is the vibe. I don't but know. But it, it feels a bit like old world English. You know, like the private men's club where like Correct. when you're fed up with your wife, you just go to the club and have dinner. Can I say a yeah. memory just came floating into my mind? Yes, so when please. I when I was in secondary school, uh part of, I was in the choir and some of us got picked by the conductor to to sing Christmas carols and like the country club uh, at, at City Hall I can't remember what it's called The one at the Padang Okay It's a country club Cricket, cricket club I think yeah. cricket club And then we would literally It is. It looks like a scene From Victoria Victorian English We would stand along This cascading staircase And sing God rest you Mary Wow oh, The Charles Dickens God, fantasy It was ridiculous leh. And but, okay, people, so I've always like th- this. Just confirms to me that there is this colonial air hanging over the a club. A bit, yeah. a bit. So maybe yeah. it's a bit old school, yeah. That's it, though. Have you heard of Straits Clan? Uh, Straits. So Straits Clan is a uh, Straits Clan is a members-only club, uh, in Singapore. Oh? It's, it's like a kind of clubhouse that opened along Bukit Pasoro, and it only you have to be. In its early days, I don't know now, you have to be invited to join. And basically, yeah. it gives you access to like a gym, yeah. meeting rooms, really? private spaces, whatever. And it's like very hoity-toity. Yeah. So like, I feel this idea is still alive, but in a very different way. Yeah, la. It's very, very much more selective. And you uh, don't have to be super rich it's to get all in. A, no, it really yeah. is all about status, Correct. isn't it? It's like, oh, look at me. I'm a member of so-and-so Correct. club. So like, okay, this... Have we done with all the Pisces? Yeah, we've yeah. talked about I the feel Pisces, like I they, think. in. The Pisces need an update in Singapore because oh, I feel like definitely. the aspirational hopes and dreams of like your average Singaporean today has shifted. It's like the kind of like gauche, very blatant, vulgar materialism of the nineties. It's a bit like no, it's, say already, it's all right? done. It's all done and gone. Done, done, I, done, I and think dusted, done and right? dusted. Yeah, yeah. You want to have a bit more like if you if you're gonna be like super rich, you want to have some kind of like. It's a bit tasteful and classy. Yes, correct. So, so what are the five Cs now? Okay, really? okay, so this is where we come in, right? Yeah. Kisha and I have like discussed at length. At and length. by at length, we mean the length of a single cocktail, Pro- right? Because <laughs> we are a bit drunk right now. Truly. Say. We have devised a new set of five Cs. Correct. For uh, listeners, take yeah, note. Take note for take the note. 21st century Especially Singaporean. if you are in our generation. Yeah. And our generation means like, you know, we are 32, 33. What are you talking about? We are 34, 35. <laughs> huh? I'm 33 this year lah, asshole. Oh, okay. We are 33, 34. I'm 34. Okay. <laughs> Going on 50. Alright. So, yes. these are the five Cs as declared by Kishan Joe. Trademark. For two podcasts. Trademark. Trademark. Okay. Mm. Mm. Number one. Mm. Cocktails. Cocktails. <laughs> I, I know the irony of saying this as we are drinking yes, two very strong as we're Negronis. Drinking two Cheers, extremely bitch. strong Negronis. So, Joel, why cocktails? Take us okay. through this. So, this does not come out of nowhere, right? So, I used to cover the nightlife beat for Eight Days Magazine. Oh, yeah, I remember this. So, I used to be a food writer. I mean, I still do write food. You do? Food. I do some food writing for Eight Days Magazine, but it, there was a time when I was active in the mid 2000s where I was covering a lot of new bars. Yeah. And, like, it was almost every week there was a new bar opening, right? And like in Singapore, 
Singapore suddenly became like this cocktail center of the world. Like, yeah. I was meeting a lot of like bartenders from all over the world who were saying things like, oh my God, Singapore is such a great market for Really? Co- yeah. And like you, and we notice there's so many. You know why? Because people have money to spend. La. Yeah. Correct, right? Yeah. So like the cocktail bar has really become this like institution in Singapore. For sure. I like can see a that. luxury institution, right? Yeah. And you know what? People actually like plan weekends around going out to try new bars Correct. and everything yeah. so like the, I, I don't know how it happened but it has happened Singapore's has. become a kind of global cocktail uh, it's very capital. intriguing and like okay what 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 like recently what was it what was announced um, so it was announced that uh, two of the top 10 bars in the world are basically in Singapore top 10, top 10 bars in the, world, in, the world. in the world two of them are there Atlas and yeah. I believe Chicken Pony both bars there well I've not been to Atlas but like I'm a long time Chicken Pony oh I regular. love Chicken Pony yeah. yeah they make wonderful drinks excellent cocktails yeah absolutely right? okay but like this I, I feel like talking about cocktails cuts to the heart of yeah. something about it's life in symptomatic Singapore. of yeah. something else it's this idea of like a pursuit of the luxurious yeah. life the glam life the glam life exactly. the sophisticated life yeah we all we all aspire to that a little bit right like every weekend we're like oh what do we do let's go and try out something fancy yeah because it it, it, it echoes a little bit of what we feel a glam life it's should no, be okay, it's no longer just about having spending money no, it's about no, how no. you spend that money exactly. right you're not just buying like osim massage chair <laughs> you know please don't diss on the osim massage chair no it's but great. you know let's be real point taken it's like e- even if you bought an osim massage chair who's gonna see you who's gonna see yeah, it who's gonna see you sit it's, on the massage remember, chair remember conspicuous consumption correct. it's all about how your expenditure reflects on you correct and your life journey yes. and if you are seen sitting at Jigga and Pony on a Saturday on a balmy Saturday evening balmy drinking a Manhattan mm. with all these other sexy sophisticates <gasps> yeah what does it say about you yes that you have money to spend you have time to spend you are you all that in your Isimiyaki dress <laughs> you in your Tom Brown suit says so much yes correct so cheers to that cheers also, to that worth pointing out before we move on that one of the great classic cocktails of the world the Singapore Sling the Singapore Sling I actually don't like cocktail it cocktail culture has made a big circle and come back it's like cough syrup but yeah. anyway anyway <laughs> so cocktails yes right, moving on moving the on the second 5C for 2020 Culture. culture. Mm. Who this, doesn't like a little bit of culture? Right, the arts. Yes, the arts. And not only the arts, I think. Mm. I think we all go out to want to experience a little bit of something. We all crave a little bit mm. of something. I think it goes back to the point of not just making money and and accumulating wealth mm. is what you do with and your money. S- and being seen and being spending your money. Seen and yeah. being seen in the right places, like at the symphony, at uh at theater events, yes, at, at the, all these things. Like bizarrely at the opera. At the opera. Yeah. Or or like, you know, experimental art like art openings, art shows. Correct. Like, I mean, so this is this I mean, the fact that Singapore in the past twenty years has really become kind of like a a bit of a buzzy arts has a it bit has. of an, a buzzy arts scene it has. which has been completely manufactured by you know the joint efforts of the National Arts Council and sure. the Singapore Tourism Board that not a bad sell, thing I think they're not a bad thing yeah. but there's a there's a plus there's kind of plastic quality to it like, uh, like it wants to like all know, of Singapore's is yeah the yeah. buzzword is cultural hub right <laughs> Correct. so like we want to be we want to be like a global city of the arts mm. not unlike say London or New York yeah right? absolutely and like how do you signal your participation in that kind of thing you go and see by art go Going, yeah. But it's not just the arts, I think. I think it's also people seeking out experiences like food. Mm. Like all the Michelin star Correct. restaurants. Correct. I think we, we really go out of our way to go and experience these yes. things. And we make bookings weeks in advance mm. to try and experience mm. these things. So you know what? We're all for the whole cultural experience. Yeah. Right? You know what it boils down to? 
it is this so we Singaporeans are like a well-traveled lot. Oh yeah, especially like Singaporeans in our generation and maybe one or two generations. Well, yeah, we, right. we we benefited seen from the our world. parents lah. Many of many many of like the more well-to-do amongst us have studied abroad, have sure. lived abroad for a while. We've been exposed to all kinds of global cultures. We come back here and we see our city and we say we want our city to be just as cool as yeah. New York or London or Paris. We're or whatever. seeking the same experiences. Yeah. basically. we are tired of our city being seen as this like sweaty tropical backwater. Right? No. Mm. We want it. It's like sure. It's got. It's it's rich and yeah. it's wealthy and it's a financial powerhouse. But we also want it to be like a cool place to be. Sure. And I feel like this. These aspirations have something to do with that. It's like we mm. we want our city to feel like a global city. No, but that said, I think mm. we want best of both worlds. Mm. We want our city to have that global feel, but we also want the rustic charm that <laughs> the sweltering city has. Like we what? want, oh, we, like want the, we want we want yeah. yeah that kopi experience. We want the the runny egg right. experience. We, so we want the uh go to like Pulau Ubin mm. experience. So all this actually ties into culture. Yeah. I think. So this idea of culture also like applies to this kind of nostalgic absolutely like, this nostalgic fixation so many Singaporeans have with yeah. our because it's like it's not enough because it's like we want to have like access to cosmopolitan global culture yeah. but we also want there to be like a very distinctly local spin yes. on it so we will like sell the hell out of like nasi lemak at coconut club correct we will drink like Specialty Correct Kopi But also we want to be seen To be able to Traverse both worlds Correct. Successfully Correct It's it's ultimate The ultimate me- East meets West fantasy Absolutely do we, Jerk off to yeah, that Ladies and gentlemen Do we need nothing <laughs> more Than to suggest How Peranakan culture Holds itself As the centre Of this fixation oh. Right What does it mean That Kue Salat Has become The national cake you know, it. It's like refined old, <laughs> yeah, refined old world sophistication meets like trendy, uh, globally conscious sophisticates. Come on, Singapore, we can do it. We, <laughs> we can do it. Diao, <laughs> diao. Okay, and now What's moving third, on yeah. to our third C. Comfort. Comfort. And we're not talking about Del Grove. Correct, but also we love the taxi cab lah. Yeah, but, no. but we're talking about a bigger set. Yeah, no, it's here. actually a bad thesis of mine. Oh, like, oh do I, tell, do it's tell. Like I am obsessed with the idea that at the heart of Singapore culture is a longing for comfort mm. convenience you know like uh, air conditioning air conditioning yeah don't rock the boat correct like everything is within reach easy you don't really have to leave correct you know? like every time you buy a flat a fine example uh, you mm. always ask MRT nearby or not correct or NTUC nearby correct. or not is it got playground nearby got park got everything correct. do you, I you... ever have to leave this neighbourhood <laughs> correct do you <laughs> ever have to leave the neighbourhood yeah oh it's a bit scary no but there's something okay deeper and more psychological of course maybe even spiritual about this mm. right the idea that we are swaddled in wealth mm. and we are swaddled in all this material culture and we're content and we're content with it yeah. and that in Singapore right there, like, if you subscribe to the way of doing things, yeah. you can go through life very comfortably. You go to the right schools, you pass the right exams, Correct. you get the right job. What can you do? You get money, you get yep. stability, you get a family, you get a home, which you're told is your birthright yeah. as a Singaporean. No, and, and you're also told that it's the right thing to do. Yeah. This entire progress of things, this, this one step into the next it's is like, ridiculous. It's like you step on one of those, like, Travelators at Changi Airport And it just takes you yeah. Through the right course uh, And right? then when the Travelator ends You die lah Yeah <laughs> You know it, It's frightening <laughs> Because like I I I went to School with a lot Of very dynamic people Yeah Very fun Like really exciting sure. Robust 
people when we were in our teens and I have observed because of the power of social media yeah. the way so many of them have gone down this travelator of life in Singapore Same. and become the most like algorithmic bland people who just want the same things as everyone else yeah you know which and is their content you know, but, but let's yeah. not let's not diss them no, I, it's no. like, I'm not dissing on it because yeah. I, I of course if you can lead a comfortable life why wouldn't you yeah. right and for some people yeah. this truly becomes the thing that they want pursuit because, of comfort because the policies mm. that we have in place really allow for Correct. this and to, uh, nope, to let you be in this comfortable life yeah. but I don't know every time I look at it I feel a little bit sad yeah. I, I mean, have to say a bit sad obviously the corollary to this is what happens when you don't or you you don't want that travelator life or what happens when you fall off the travelator yeah. life so like so the thing that's been emerging in recent years is all these conversations about hey we don't fit that profile we didn't choose this life Correct. what about us and the what about us is very is very is very tricky yeah like it's a bit yeah. tricky but I mean yeah the point is mm. Singaporeans seek discomfort Correct. right this discomfort and, they, and they're, they're very happy and to are be allergic in to discomfort they're allergic to discomfort yeah, yeah okay which may contradict a little bit our next five our C. fourth which is change. change. Why contradictory? Because it's like if you're fundamentally interested in comfort, why would you want yeah, change? But, right? but we we say change within limits. Yeah, change within comfortable. Correct. Limits. Exactly. I think we think that Singaporeans actually seek change. They want to go out and empower other people, empower disenfranchised groups, and all these things. But they don't want to do it. If it inconveniences them, I think. Or mm. they want to do it within limits. Yeah, so it's very like, oh, let's vote the middle ground. Singapore is a very a middle ground. Yeah. Singapore liberals are a very middle ground kind correct, of people, right? It's correct. like, yeah, these like the online citizen people are so like chaotic, yeah. right? No, can we just like seek change in baby steps? Correct. So change is enough to show that we are a first world nation or correct. enough to show that we're progressive. Yeah. No, and this ties back to the idea that fundamentally we just want to no longer be seen as this authoritarian backwater. Yeah, yeah. I think like we try our best to do that. Let's be real. I think there's a general for many like um you know, very educated, well-to-do. Sure, uh, Singaporeans. You know, aspirational Singaporeans. There's a lot of shame attached to our reputation globally as a totalitarian sure, death yeah. penalty having kind of country, And we always right? try to talk against it. We go like, yeah. no, we're actually because not like nobody that. wants to say they come from a totalitarian state, no, right? No, of course not. So it's like, yeah, we want change. And it's things like, oh, let's repeal 377A because we want to be on the right side of history. And sure, of all these are great things, right? But like a lot of it, I feel, also stems from this want, like I said earlier, to be to be in a city that ref- that is up to step with certain kinds we, you know with with, yeah. with the global with the global as you said like the right side of history yeah. la, we want yeah. to we want to be there so yeah so th- that's what that's what we feel Singaporeans mm. tend to do they mm. tend to fight for the things that make us seem in put us in this light but yeah. but enough so that they don't feel disrupted correct or, yeah so correct. so i don't know Meh. Change It's a I very mean, meh I, thing Yeah I want change But you know what I want, I want revolution bitch. Oh, You want revolution no, so for me it's Sorry the... today's not the episode Today's about C's Oh C's Okay I'm sorry Revolution uh, is R Crevolution <laughs> No it's that thing about How like Biden wins the election Sure And like the liberal position Is to be like Oh my god amazing Kamala Harris Joe Biden Yay right But then yeah. The radical left position Is to go Can we talk about Kamala Harris's Like, like you know Brutal like, police brutal policies Brutal police right? policies yeah. And how in fact Joe Biden is basically the center of white neoliberalism. Sure. Yeah, that kind of discourse in Singapore don't have. Don't have. Don't have. <laughs> yeah. Don't have. It's like got changed very good already. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Which mm. of course brings us to the very final C in our five C's. Amen. Mm. Church. <laughs> don't at us. Yeah. Don't at us. As a, Hear as, us out. Yeah. Hear us out. My IC says Christian, so I can say. <laughs> 
I mean, like, okay, the piss take here is basically yeah. like, I mean, church is great. Church is great. <laughs> church is great. Amen, sis. Amen. No, I mean, like, this actually is quite profound. You yeah, know? So, go like, for it. I'm very fascinated with the idea of the Protestant work ethic, mm. right? It's like this sociological theory advanced by a German, I think, sociologist called Weber, mm. who suggested that like the origins of capitalism can be found in the Protestant work ethic, which so rewards frugality, uh, diligence, hard work, and whatever, right? Wow, sounds and very Asian. Yeah, mm. but it's like it attaches a kind of like almost divine or moral quality to right. applying yourself to your work and being a bit of a stingy bitch. Right. Yeah. And like, I think this, ta- this is so much at the heart of Singapore culture, whether Correct. or not you're actually like a church goer. Whether you're a church goer or not, it doesn't really matter. Right. La. It's the idea that there's something kind of divine with working hard. La. Working hard and that whatever you accrue. And whatever you is yours, you earned yours, it. You've earned it. Correct, right? Meritocracy. Meritocracy mm. versus the fact, right, that actually a lot of what you own and you may have acquired for yourself is maybe a result of very imbalanced structural inequalities. Privilege, right? privilege, privilege, all that. But it's this idea that, like, because you, you know, th- I think in Singapore, what it is is the idea of birthright. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of that. Yeah, yeah let's look at let's. I mean, let's look at uh, if we take the race angle, let's mm. look at Chinese people in Singapore. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot that they gain in yeah. that aspect. Yeah, unquestioned birthright. Unquestioned. Even the idea of like, oh, you know, uh, you're Singaporean, right? You're a citizen, so you can buy a house. You're entitled to a home to home ownership, right? But it's only if like. <laughs> Only if you're straight and you get married at a certain age. Correct. A lot yeah. of structures in place, like yeah. yeah. So you know, uh, like the idea of like you know what the church is in Singapore, the government, mm, the system, the system that which swaddles you in a mm. you know in comfort, correct access, the constitution, our Bible, convenience. Mm. Do you need anything else? I don't. don't need. Amen. 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 Sis, praise be. Praise be. <laughs> so those were our. Five C's yes, for the new century. I'll five C's. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do I care? We don't care. No. <laughs> Tell me we are wrong. <laughs> Enjoy. Enjoy and go and pursue your five C's. Correct. Hey hey hey. hey, 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 Time for lukewarm takes. Ooh. We're two elder millennials. That's us. That's us. Talk about something that's happening in the world. In the world and no longer just the internet. Correct. Because Kishan and I have decided that we are not... Expanding our horizons. Yeah, we, well, <laughs> more like we don't spend enough time on the internet to be internet cultural critics. Correct. Like, la. Yeah. Also, like things... We, when we say world, it gives us a lot of license to just talk about whatever the fuck we want. Correct. <laughs> which is, you know, the soul and motto of this podcast. Correct. Whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> exactly. So what is whatever the fuck we want today, Kishan? So like you heard or not, Joel? You got here or not? I heard a lot of things. You got here or not? Like clubs are opening in Singapore, leh. Oh my god! Oh, so, my, oh my god! Oh my god! Eh, oh my god! So opening eh? Eh wa eh wa eh wa I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. For reminding me of that, like <laughs> that depraved that. chant. Yeah, it's really awful. But anyway, to to contextualize, clubs are things, reopening, man. Clubs are re- reopening with a lot of restrictions. Oh, so basically, God. to give you the lowdown, clubs <laughs> they're piloting the opening of certain nightclubs, quote unquote, in Singapore. Uh, provided that people that go to these nightclubs do a COVID test and prove that they are negative. Okay, pause right there. How? No. Honey, hey, there's a lot more. Okay, go on. So, like, uh, on top of doing the COVID test and proving you're negative, there's only a limited amount of people that's allowed into these clubs. How many? I believe 50 to 100. I can't remember. 50 to 100. And I think it's determined by the size of the club. I'm Sorry, not sure. Sorry, that's like a Eurasian birthday function. <laughs> <laughs> With a set. 
with yeah. a Sara Lee King. Yeah, in Sara Lee King and like prom boss star <laughs> Oh my god, bitch! Well done. Okay. But also like, uh, then you are allowed to dance on the dance floor, but only with your mask on. What? And with social distancing. With groups, so you are you are sectioned an area on the dance floor. If I'm not wrong, I, I may oh, be totally wrong. Oh, like the wrong. groups of like five, something like that. So with the groups that you came in, so there's a lot of restrictions to opening nightclubs, and I'm thinking. Is it worth it? That is the big question. Okay, let's be real. Like, it's a pilot program, right? Pilot program. So it's basically them trying to see how it might work. Yeah, if absolutely. They were to op- if they were to have a wide-scale reopening of clubs, Correct. right? So my question now is like, who are these motherfuckers who will want to be part of the pilot program? I it's like, I who is so gien to club until okay. they will go and take a... How much, okay, how much does a COVID test okay, cost? I don't know. I don't know. But but I, I know that of, of, of like... Like of colleagues who've been to COVID tests because they were sick or whatever, and I don't think it costs very much because you can go to a polyclinic and you can get it. But I don't know what the restrictions are if you have to go to a nightclub. No, okay, so it's different, right? When you go to the polyclinic saying, "Uh, I have a cough, can I check for my Correct. COVID?" Oh. Versus, "Uh, I want to go to zoo. I want to chug. Hey, I want to chug. Can I get a COVID test?" <laughs> can you imagine the doctor going like, "Girl, you need to have better priorities." <laughs> You know what? Okay, your question. <laughs> I'm saying I want to be a fly on that wall. That's no, all I say. No, it's. <laughs> it's okay, no, no, okay. Imagine the bitch who goes to her private GP goes like, Doctor, I have a very important social event happening this weekend. I absolutely have to be COVID free. <laughs> Okay, okay. Oh, all God, of help that. us all. So it's not so much that who is Gien. You're asking like who is so like or oh, really needs a club experience right now, right? Yeah. For, for me, it's it's not that. For me, it's I want to just experience this whole new fucking world that is now clubbing in Singapore. Oh, That's, with social distancing. With social distancing. I want to actually go to a doctor and go like, hey, doctor, I want to club. Eh. Hey, you, are, you are going with me. Can stick a straw up my nose or not and then check whether I got COVID or not. I literally want to do that because it is such a bizarre thing to do that I just want to experience yeah, it, it. It used to be that all you needed to do to prepare for clubbing was like get very drunk. Yeah, maybe douche if you were gay. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Now, now you have to stick something else up another orifice, God, right? Correct. correct. So it's just like all sorts of things. So I don't know. Does that not appeal? No. Not, <laughs> not even in the slightest. Okay, I miss dance. Okay, I miss dancing to music so much oh, in intensely. a communal setting. I miss dancing like so much. Every time we drink, dear listeners, all every we time Joel and I drink, and we drink all the time mm. on this podcast, all we want to do is dance. Yeah, every single time. But. Okay, clubbing is not just about dancing. No, it's a it's whole like social you, thing. It's, it's, but it's also the vibe. You've been to parties where you're of like, um, one minute in, you're like, I'm going home. No, of course. Right? Like, I, I'm not feeling this. Tell me now that this COVID pilot thing is not going to be, you go in and it's like, I'm done. No, no. But I want to be able to say that I've done this and this is what it was like. Oh, okay. Because just I like, think yeah, I yeah. think it's it's not for bragging rights or whatever. It's just that it's such a yeah, yeah, yeah. unique experience that I just want to be there. Okay, you're very optimistic because you suggest that this is the first pandemic we'll ever go through. No, there's a lot more. Patently la. false, of like, course, la. Yeah, I've I, I've gone to my tarot card reader. Oh, she's it? predicted at least five more pandemics in the next fifty years. Is it? Did so. she pull out the drag queen card? Correct. <laughs> Correct. That and the death card. And the death card. Yeah. Mm, so okay, I, I 
I'm just imagining now, right? Like yeah. going to a club where everybody is in groups of five, socially distanced from other groups of five, and inevitably dancing in a circle. I mean, that's Singapore clubbing. Let's be real. But like the point of going clubbing in Singapore is always the unexpected potential of being able to see a very attractive stranger and potentially make out with them. Right? Yes. And How now, can you do that with masks on? Cannot. Now you cannot do that because masks on, masks on on the dance floor, right? That is so lame. It's so lame. That said, though, I do have a video of me from <laughs> February. <laughs> There's I, a video. I to find out. No, there's a video of me in February in London when before we were taking things seriously, where I found a mask on a table. Let me put it: a used mask on a table, and thought, "Ah ha ha! Wouldn't it be funny if I put this mask Fuck. on?" Fuck. Right. And so I did. Oh. And there's a video of me dancing with that mask on. And let me just say, I repent for my foolishness. Sister, that is terrible. I repent for my complacency. But what can I say? I was in the West. <laughs> I was in the West. Got fever one. Got it's fever. like a fever dream. Yeah. Now yeah. that I'm in the East, I repent. <laughs> I repent. Correct. But okay, let. Yeah, like, like, but what were we saying? Seriously, you would not be... You would not want to do this at all. Okay, like, no, it really depends on the like, club. Let's, let's it say, depends on the club. Okay, let's say, let's say we go to Taboo. Okay, Taboo's close, by the way. Oh, see. Taboo's close. Okay, so what's the next best club above Taboo? You can't even name wow, one. notice the silence. You see, you see <laughs> dear listeners, you want to go clubbing, which fucking club? Okay, but... Which fucking club? But sis, if let's say we open... Uh, we, let's say the club exists and then got like maybe two for one uh, COVID test, <laughs> then like, would you not want to go with me and just exploit like an anthropological like study? Yeah, sure. I would have to get very, very drunk. No, that's a given. That's a given. That's a given, that's a given. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. I do Yeah, that. would you not... <laughs> did you not find this extremely like bizarre and therefore very tantalizing? You know what? It might actually be oddly moving... Do you, do you know so? what I mean? To suddenly... Okay, imagine going on the very first club night when people are allowed to club again mm. and seeing that visceral, physical Aww. response to being able to dance with other people again. Yes, you know, because we've been yearning for this. We've yeah. been yearning for a place to just go crazy with music. Yeah. And even the... I think even with the lamest music, I would be just like, oh, finally a space that I could just move. Okay, I'm not sure I can lower my pretensions that much. <laughs> Truth be told... Truth be told, if we are going to a club that's playing uh, Taylor sister Swift, sister is one kind. If we are going to a club that's playing playing twi- Taylor Swift, you know what? I will be rocking with Taylor Swift. I am okay. Okay, fuck with off. Seriously. Any sort of Taylor Swift, and I no. Normally, I would be like, oh, can we change the track? But in COVID times, calls for COVID music lah. <laughs> no, I feel like just because we are going through a pandemic doesn't mean we must lower our standards. I think excuses can be made. It's okay. Okay, fine, fine. Okay, let's say we go to a club where Taylor Swift is playing. You'd have a good time. I would have a good time because of the uniqueness of my situation. That okay. is truly it. This still though, like, I, I'm not sure that, okay, how... I still don't know how much a COVID test costs and I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, you know what we need? Correct. We need facts. We need more facts. Yeah. And I'm okay. not sure I would go for a COVID test just to go clubbing. I mean, who do you have to be? The who, doctor's appointment? Yeah, yeah, the doctor's appointment first of all. But who do you have to be to be that person to go like, I'm going to get a COVID test so I can go clubbing. Sister, I would dress up to the nines and then go to the doctor and go like, Hi doctor, I booked a table at wherever, wherever. Oh, good God. I need- no, it's it's... Don't it's the whole experience of it. It's the it's a theater of the whole thing. That's what I find so appealing. Okay, no, it would have to be a gay club for me. It would have obviously, but have none exist no, anymore. It's like the only the only clubbing that I've seen in Singapore with any healthy degree of irony has been in a queer club. Okay, maybe tantric. 
if Tantric opens up their dance Fair. floor, if tan- Tantric reopens as a club, yeah, I might go Wanna for go? it. I'm okay. Let's go. Okay, we're down. Let's go, and yeah. then we will do a live T for two on the dance yeah. floor. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> dear listeners. Comment in however way you can comment if you would like to see Kitchen and I do live commentary from the dance floor of Tantric. Correct. And would you pay for our COVID the, test? The <laughs> <laughs> because I would not. <laughs> mm, happy COVID. <laughs> oh, I now got vaccine. Yay! Hey, Kitchen, guess what? Mm. It's our third and final segment. So fast, ah. What to watch at the end of the world? Whoa, 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 Chiba whoa, boom, whoa, sister. Because believe it or not, the world is ending. It's ended. And really you're gonna la. need some recommendations to get through. This it. is freaking. Except like this heaven. week, we're not talking about something to watch, but something to <laughs> listen to. And it is none other than the latest podcast on the block, SG Boys, or rather yes. the. SG Boys Yes uh, Search them on Spotify Or wherever you get Correct. your podcasts What does SG stand for? Uh, Singapore Could mean Sungai <laughs> Hey well done Oh not bad uh. I did not think of Sungai Sungai uh. But in this case it SG means, means I think it means Singapore boys But also generally like Singapore gays Singapore gays Singapore yeah. boys And also just Singapore Actually you know what The name reminds me of Eh what? I does this website Back in the knots right? Oh my god I've heard this SG Boy That later became Trevi Which was like A kind of like Online It was a website For gays right And then they had forums And like Like classifieds For people to meet each other Is it like Online grinder? Yeah it was kind of like Online grinder Except they had A kind of like a uh, more website kind of approach la. So like O-M-G. they will post like They will post like Articles and stuff With like gay interest So salacious My favourite part was On SG Boy There used to be This misconnections um, Column Where people Who like Would post like uh, I saw you on the MRT Reading uh, <laughs> The communist manifesto In a blue polo t-shirt Uh if you saw me too, I thought you were very cute. Please contact me if you'd like to meet up. Correct. The days Hammer before time. instant connection via app. Oh, how such a precious How thing. precious and heartwarming was that, right? When like the idea I that know. you met the love of your life on the Aww. train reading a communist manifesto. It's beautiful. Nostalgic. Mm. I never met anybody on I know. SG Boy. So yeah. it's a podcast uh, basically made up of three people. Who yeah. are they, Joel? Uh, radio DJ Joshua Simon yeah. He's got a really lovely Buttery voice Oh my god he? Wonderful like, Tom Yeah I listen to that podcast And I listen to ours And I go like How come we sound so shrill I uh? think genetics Genetics If <laughs> uh, it's incapable of sounding Like even remotely Decorous And attractive Right I cannot, la, cannot la. Yeah this is why No one matches We sound like Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was an assault. It's okay. Joshua Simon, Sam Joe, Sam um, Joe. We're Instagram friends, and we chatted briefly really? on Instagram. But I don't really know him. I think he's a performer, and he does a podcast for the Straits Times as well. Right? He does his. He does a performance with his father, I believe. What? What does he do? I don't know. I like some sort of um, burlesque or like drag performance. I'm not oh, really amazing. sure. You need, you need to you need to search for him, and you can find his performance with his father. It's 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 out there. I know, on the, internet. I, the only thing I perform with my parents is filial piety. <laughs> Well done, sis. Thanks. Who's the third? Um, Kennedy Sung. Who Kennedy is, Sung. Um, it's high twink. profile gay lah. Yeah, little twink. Gay. Uh, I I don't know what 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 do you mean high profile? What does he do? Uh, I think he is the youngest of the three, and right. I think what the other two do is to is to position him as the younger of the three, and then they talk oh, about. Oh, so it's an intergenerational it's an intergenerational caps. podcast. Yeah, which isn't is lovely. It? I mean, my way in into this is that there's so little queer centric media in Singapore oh. that every little bit we get. It's so a win. far and few in between The more the merrier I'm so happy That there is a Queer-centric podcast 
out there in the world right now. The thing I do have like a bit of like a, a struggle with is though Joshua Simon saying that he wish he's made this podcast wishing this were the podcast he had had when he was growing up. And I was like, Joshua, we oh? are the same age. No, he's not. Ish. He's, he's like young. Okay, you know what? You're right. He's, yeah, a he's couple like years younger than me. Young 30s, right. Yeah. And I'm you're like, right. when I was growing up, we had queer cast Nicholas DeRoos <sighs> and I, I forget. For the life of me Who Nicholas's um, Podcast partner was But they had this oh, Amazing podcast Called Queer Cast When you were younger? When I was like In my late teens Early 20s Oh my god That's yeah. fab- fabulous And like Nicholas and I Are friends now And like Queercast has made a kind of like a return in, in Aww, recently. But like, you know, they were this amazing podcast that dealt with queer issues and they were really like angry and political and irreverent and vulgar and like really it was a great podcast and I remember listening to it going like, oh my god, there is hope in the world. Yeah. So it's like there, it's it's you know people in my generation definitely did grow up with queer Oh, I'm cast. glad that yeah. something like that exists, but and I'm, I'm so happy to shout them out and I wish they would come back. I wish Nicholas, if you're listening to this, and I know you've listened to a couple episodes hey, of this podcast, Nicholas. please do queer cast again. Yeah, you know what? But all in all, I'm gl- overall I'm glad that the SG Boys exist. Yeah, I'm glad the SG Boys is an avenue for other queer people, young queer people out yeah. there. And even if you're not queer, right? Interesting to like kind of take a peek into it to kind of listen to what like the gays are up to. Absolutely. Like okay, so in the span of making this episode, you know what's happened? Like they've dropped two episodes. Like literally, as we were recording this episode, they dropped. Two episodes. Uh, I think it's an episode about the recent yacht debacle. You're right. <laughs> yes, you're right. The Royal Albatross. Has the Royal Albatross. Like a segue there to talk about how completely ridiculous the situation it's is. So stupid. Basically, this like yacht company, right, wanted to market their yacht like their kind yeah. of like like. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, no, like private, yacht, uh, private yacht services. Yeah, to private like, yacht experience. They wanted to market a private yacht experience to the queer community, right? But then they didn't want the trans, the you know, transgender people to be on it. what was the term they used? Like messy Tran- transsexuals or like uh, something like that. Uh, something rude. Yeah, they were very rude about it. Yeah, as like, oh no, we don't want those kind of like messy transsexual types. Basically, they dis- they dismissed the transsexual people yeah. and they said like, oh, we don't want them on it. And yeah. then people are like, what the fuck? So I mean, like, let's let's. Be, let's be clear here Like any kind of Like business angle That has no track record In like in, in engaging with The queer community Suddenly wanting to Like capitalize On that kind of Queer capital Unacceptable sure. No I mean Not unacceptable Sure really? Capitalism at its finest But let's not like Be convinced of The activism in any uh, way Fair Yeah Okay. Anyway like um, So the second episode Kind of centers around that And the third episode Miraculously <gasps> Miraculously brings none other than Chang, Chang, Chang. Melanie C, Spotty Spice herself, Sporty in Spice. a dial-in interview with the boys. I know this is Joshua Simons's like, yeah, like, connection. It's a very specific vision of queer culture, but I'm here for it. Yeah, hey, yeah, Spice no. Girls, go! I mean, the very first album I bought in the world. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm glad for it. So yeah. you know what? SG Boy, so many connotations, so yeah. many different things. Heritage, queer heritage. Heritage, heritage, Rich. heritage. Oh, the substrata of queer life in Singapore. <laughs> yeah, but do check them out on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Have fun. Have fun with them, yeah. Mm. Mm, to become one. Alright, we come to the end of today's episode. Happy Diwali if you're listening. Happy Diwali, Kishan. Thank you very much. Happy Diwali to all our Indian and Hindu celebra- celebrants. 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 The triumph of light over darkness. Indeed, indeed. I mean, do we need like more of a message than that? Isn't it time? so important at this time? Like all light should triumph over all darkness. I also say, if I- everywhere, uh, anywhere you are, just on your flashlight on your iPhone. Correct. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you know, shine it into the darkness. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Yes, yeah, you know, all religion, democratic reality, <laughs> it comes together. Peace, hope, world peace. <laughs> Have fun in your Diwali weekend, everybody. I'm so happy for you. Yay! I'm, I wish you a happy Diwali. Diwali Mubarak to everybody. Happy Diwali! Bye bye! Till next time, bye!